Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip while we sip. This is your girl, Nat Cab, here. I am hosting us tonight. And to kick us off, ladies, what are we drinking? I am drinking, and excuse my sinuses, it's not COVID, it's just allergies. Um, <laughs> I am drinking a night, I made myself a slushy because I had strawberry lemonade and tequila. And then I put like a little bit of lime juice and ice. And I'm drinking a very refreshing tequila lemonade, frosé thing. I am having another glass of red wine because it's my favorite thing to drink at the moment. So today we're having a Pinot Noir. It's great. Ooh. I love it. Hello, this is your girl, Jossie Poo. Today, <laughs> I decided to take um, some advice from Jeanette. And I made a little, if you can't hear it, a little drinky drink. And we're going to call it <laughs> the bitter little bitch because this drink is. Oh, <laughs> this oh my God. Do you identify is- with this beverage? <laughs> You're not. Did this beverage sound piss good? you off? Yeah. <laughs> no, I called it the bitter little bitch because chopping up the strawberries and smushing them, I was like, this is a bitch to make. This is why I could never be a bartender. And I used lemon juice and. It's a little bitter, and I had to put some sweet and low in it to sweeten it up a little bit. So that's why my drink is called the bitter little bitch. It has tequila, um, lemon juice, strawberries, and a splash of orange juice. I also have a bottle of Tabernay on standby just in case I need a cocktail. Well, not a cocktail. I'm sorry, wine to chase the cocktail. Yes. So you know, it's a we're it's Tuesday. I know, but we're treating it like it's a Friday because I was gonna YOLO. Say, everyone nice. needs everyone needs a red wine tequila chaser on a Tuesday night. Yeah, I've never you, tried that before, but I think I'm gonna have to try that one day. I mean, it is a thing. When I anytime I've gone out to dinner and I've gone out to like a super nice dinner, they're like, "Okay, get your cocktail, and then we're gonna do our wines, and then we're gonna do our coffee or espresso yeah. or whatever." So it's a thing. I love a good cocktail. Um, I was also <laughs> persuaded by Jeanette to hop on this mixed cocktail train, except mine is. I don't know how you guys are gonna re- <laughs> gonna react. So I had some white Bacardi rum, and I had um, some orange juice. So that's fine. Oh, but I wanted okay. like some bubbles. I wanted like a splash. Okay. Um, so I had a Bud Light seltzer. <laughs> and I put, oh. I put <laughs> some of that in it. That took a fucking turn. You can hear <laughs> the judgment in Jeanette's voice. Okay, but it's lime flavored, <laughs> so it all kind of like mixes together. I didn't put the whole can in, but it's just a splash. So you Whatever. made jungle juice, essentially. This drink is called the I-4. That's what I'm going to call it. Or the ginger I-4. Why the I-4? That's still really under construction? Funny. She's still working on it? Disastrous. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say because it's a hot-ass mess. But yeah, that's <laughs> under construction is a better way to put it. I am drinking the exact opposite of what Jeanette recommended. And I'm drinking literally a vodka water on ice. Oh, but that's so. healthy. Healthy? Pray for me. I'll probably be really drunk at the end of this. <laughs> Are you drinking it out of a water bottle? Throwback to when I was 16 and in high school. Love to see it. You wild, girl. Well, you know, I'm very thankful for all the shout-outs. Currently drinking a blueberry bramble brought to you by Jocelyn Bivens, who kindly left her gin in my freezer uh, like seven months ago. And so that's what I'm using. And, you know, just some blueberries from Walmart, a little bit of lime, 
So to kick things off tonight, we are going to be talking about dating. As you guys may remember from my last episode, we went elementary school, middle school, high school, talking about our love lives, dating, and all that. So this is going to get a little bit more real, maybe, probably not with this group. So we're going to kick it off and just kind of talk about our dating past history, good dates, bad dates, what that's been like for all of us. Cause obviously in college, you never know what you're going to get. So do we, does anyone have any like cringy wild dating stories, blind dates, met someone on Tinder? Was anyone catfish? These are all things uh, I hope to learn tonight. So who wants to kick it off? <laughs> I'll go first. Um, back in college when I was a uh, single as a Pringle, I gave the dating apps a shot. I'm the type of fella, gal. Whoa. I'm the type of, I'm the, I'm the type of gal. Um, Jenna is really giving us a look into her past life. Damn, y'all caught me. I'm the type of gal that likes to uh, meet people organically. And so dating apps just were never a good fit for me. However, Same. comma... But, you know, whatever. I needed to boost my self-esteem. And so I went on there and people were like, oh, you're so pretty. I'm like, oh, thanks. Um, but anyway, I went out on this date with this guy. I showed up to the bar. I was out there. I show up. The guy on the app, it was Tinder. And don't judge me because, like, again, just to age myself, there was once upon a time when Tinder was clean and these were the days. Um, now you can get an STD just from swiping right. Is this um, a fact? No, this is definitely not a fact. <laughs> no, not that part. And yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Jocelyn's like, I was swiping Jocelyn's right like, last shoot. night, so wait a second. Is she probably the one to believe she can get pregnant off the toilet seat, too? <laughs> she said, damn it. No, not that part. I was like, was there ever a time that Tinder was clean? I, there was I a time Tinder was clean. Apps. Yeah, Tinder was clean. I matched with this guy. I don't remember his name. We only went on the one date, so, like, can't really, like, Give him a good rap or a bad rap. Well, actually, I'm going to give him a bad rap. Anyway, so match with this guy. We'll call him Chad. Chad's like, hey, let's meet at this bar. On his profile, okay, so let me give you a little bit of background. On his profile, he was doing, like, water sports. He was on a boat. I was like, oh, okay. Is that Was he shirtless? Boat? He was shirtless. He, right. you know, had a nice physique. Jeanette um, was like, I want to get on that boat. <laughs> I said I have some Instagram pics said, it's about to be boat. May so I gotta get myself a yes. hookup for the summer I said you ain't Mayweather but the Mayweather's coming around alright so anyway <laughs> he looks like he's got money he was engineering I should have known he was engineering at UCF um, so I'm like damn okay he, like you know girls we're already thinking seven years ahead I'm like alright he graduates he's making money I'm on the boat drinking mimosas he's working it's all good. My life is perfect, you know? Anyway, so I show up. I'm looking cute, dressed to the nines. And he's at the bar. And I'm like, oh, hey, how are you, Chad? And he's like, hey, Yenith. And I'm like, that's actually Jeanette. We talked about this. He's like, oh, my bad. I forgot. Whatever. So we're shooting the shit. And he's like, do you want to grab a seat? Because this bar had, like, seating as well. Like, it's not, like, club. It's a bar. So he was at the bar. And he's like, let's grab a table, like a high top. And they had, like, games and stuff. It was really cute. It was a cute spot. We sat down, and then the bartender came over, the server, the lady that was, you know, helping us that night, comes over, and she's like, hey, like, can I get you guys something to drink? And he's like, oh, I'll have another, um, whatever he was drinking at the bar. 
I'm thinking like, okay, like this is a classy date. Let me get a glass of red wine. You know, I love a good red wine. Anyway, so I'm like, yes, can I please do a glass of wine? She's like, okay, sure. No problem. Lady walks away. He looks at me and he's like, mind you, we've had, we've exchanged like four words at this point. All right. I've seen this man for a whole three minutes of my life. He looks at me and he's like, oh, you know, so you like wine? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you know, I like, I like my wine, how I like my ladies. So I'm thinking, oh, he about to gas me up. I'm about to how get corny. that. On, I'm going to, I'm going to get that unleaded premium gasoline. I'm going to be <laughs> fucking on cloud 11. Okay. I'm thinking in my mind, he's going to say exotic, foreign. Cause you know, I'm fine. Yeah, fine I like fine, you know. Well-bodied. Yeah. Ooh. Thank, thank you. Okay, right? So that's where your mind goes, right? And so I'm thinking, oh, okay. <laughs> Twirling my hair. <laughs> yeah, so how do you like your wine? He's like 12 years old and in a basement. Okay. <gasps> oh, my God. You're lying. Dead Dead ass. That did not come out of his mouth. Dead ass. I'm like so serious right now. Now, for to give y'all some context, you listeners, I'm like five foot nothing. I'm a small <laughs> petite woman. So I'm thinking my head goes like red flag, red flag, like alert, alert. I'm thinking, oh, he's got a fetish. He's like, he got the pedophile fetish. And he's thinking, I don't want to get locked up. I'm going to use this little girl, this little woman that looks like a little girl. I was not about that. I was not. Bro, I've seen too much TLC in my life. I did not want to wear diapers and call him daddy. So I was like, I got to go. <laughs> and that was, <laughs> that was so my did nightmare you leave? date. Like you yeah, straight bro, up left? I left. Like I left. right then. You didn't even so, get the wine. So my roommate... My roommate and I used to have this thing because we were both single at some point. And I would, like, text her and she would, like, call me. And, like, she was never good at being on the phone. Like, she wasn't, like, a role player. Like, she would be like, oh, my God, come help me. Like, she would just call me and I would pretend like I was on the phone with her. (laughs) Or sometimes, too, like, back when I was dating, you know, random people, I would put an alarm on for, like, 10 minutes into the date. And I would have it be my ringtone. And then I would just pretend I'd answer. I'm pretty sure I drank my glass of wine. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I got to go. I'm pretty sure I said she texted me or whatever. I don't think, like, I did the whole nine yards with the call and everything. But, yeah, I ended up leaving. Didn't have dinner with him. Didn't have any more drinks. I wasn't trying to get roofied. She brought the wine over. I chugged it. And then I was like, I got to go. Thank you. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> you threw it back. Did you never talk to him again? Shot. I never talked to him ever again. What did, did he, he say to the to joke? You? Did he say anything like after the date? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. So y'all know I have bad humor. So I'm thinking, oh, match made in heaven. Like, you know, after he said the joke. But like, you know, when people are joking and they're like, psych, you know, like, ah, ha, ha, ha. No, when hey, you can LOL. actually tell someone is joking besides when they're like an actual pervert. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, he <laughs> just, I just sat there like I had like a half jaw dropped, half grin. Like I like I didn't know how I to react. Don't even you kind of you were dumbfounded. You, you didn't know what to. You didn't know what. Yeah, to do. I don't even understand why you would even joke like that. That's what I'm saying. Um. Anyway, so yeah, he was just like, "Oh, so tell me a little bit about you. What? Like, what a transition, my dude." Anyway, never talk to Chad ever again. Yikes! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little speechless. That was that just was Okay. Well, thank well. you for kicking us off on such a light note, Jeanette. Anytime 
I'm here. <laughs> Does anyone have a story? Her voice is shaking. <laughs> right? She sounds like she was about to cry. I'm I was so like, Does sorry. anyone I'm have just, a just, like, funny I'm story? I'm laughing so hard, bro. <laughs> like thinking that we were catfish or something like that. And Jeanette's like, Yeah, I went on a date with a pervert. So <laughs> <laughs> it just escalated so, so quickly. So would, any, would anyone Most else like to go? <laughs> I have a story. It's not as wild as Jeanette's, but they never are. Um, I hope not. Jesus. <laughs> no, when I first moved to Boston, I did the whole app thing and I downloaded Tinder and I think I downloaded Hinge at some point. But whatever, regardless, this one was on Tinder and I had met this guy um, I'll call him Brian. And we had texted for like a little bit, like really short, but he was like, he was actually from the Orlando area. He had just been like relocated at some point in his life to Boston. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. We have something in common. So he's like, oh, let's go get like, I think he said, let's go bowl or something. And I was like, okay, like I had just moved to the city. I didn't really know my roommates too well. And it was a Sunday. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's go bowling. And like our texts were pretty normal. Like our banter was fine and we were talking, whatever. And we got to the bowling alley and we like started playing a game or whatever. And like, I like to talk shit. Like I like to, you know, act like I'm going to hit a perfect strike or whatever, just to like fuck around. But I think I like made a comment and this guy was like, okay, well, like if you beat me, you might just have to walk home. And I was like, okay. Um, so. <laughs> what? Whoa. So he was like, yeah, like he was that really escalated. Aggressive. And I was like, um, it's fucking 20 degrees outside. What do you mean? I'm going to walk home. Are you insane? But then I was like, okay, maybe he's just like a little nervous. And like he would like sit one chair away from me, like at the bowl. Like he, but it's two of us what? bowling. What? Yeah, it was like two of us bowling. So like it's bowling was short. Was he courting you? Like did you guys have I don't to know. hug sideways I, too? I was looking shoulder for to the shoulder. chaperone, to be honest. I was like, where's my chaperone? Where's his mom? Where's his sister? Like, I don't know. So he like would sit one next to me and when you're bowling just two people it's really like all right i get up i shoot twice i sit down you get up you shoot twice so we finished the game in like record fucking time like 15 minutes and he's like <laughs> do you, he's like do you want to shoot another game and i was like i mean like I, we weren't talking in between like, oh my it god was, it was so quiet oh. like it was so silent and i was like i mean i guess that sure. just sounds fucking awkward it was yeah. so awkward so he like bought another game Again, finished in like 30 minutes after that. And this is like, go to the stand, pay for the game, get it like set up again, all this crap. So we finished in like an hour and he was going to go buy another game. I was like, I've never bowled so much in my entire fucking life. And he was like, okay, well, they actually aren't letting us because there's like a party coming. Like, I guess like some little kid was reserving like the lane for a birthday party. So he's like, you want to go get something to eat? And I was fucking broke and he suggested Olive Garden. So I was down. And I was like, yeah, let's go to Olive Garden. Sure. Again, like. I would make jokes and like he just would be like that much more aggressive. Like I said something about like not liking marinara sauce or something. He's like, well, only children don't like. And I was like, all right, dude, like relax. Like what is your problem? You're not talking to me. And when you talk to me, you are insulting me. He was trying so, to square up with you. And the and the waitress took forever. Like I was looking at my phone. I was like texting. I was trying to be as rude as possible so we could like. Oh, God. And the date. And like the waitress comes all this shit. And he's like, you want to go watch a movie? And I was like, um, oh, no. like, my God. This date ended at like 11 o'clock at night. And he picked me up at two. Like I was like, this oh, is not. God. Oh, my he God. All, I, there was a movie that I actually kind of wanted to see. So damn. I went. <laughs> but did he Amanda's pay for the like, Olive Garden? 
Amanda was like, yeah, is this worth, course. I really want to see this movie. Is it worth sitting next to this guy and making him pay? Let me figure that out. Yeah. It 100% like, oh my was. God, I left good. my vacuum on. <laughs> I have to go. The movie was actually really good. It was the most entertaining part of the entire date. Um, you went? You went yeah, to Yeah, I really the movie? wanted to watch this movie. Dude, I had no money. That's I had commitment. Just moved to Boston. I had like, it was in between a paycheck because I had gotten in like the middle of a pay period. So I had no, I had no source of entertainment. So but at like, least I get it because whatever. like movies, you guys don't have to talk to each other. Right. So and he like, like, it's not I like he that. said like, you know, let's have a debate. And he said, let's go to movies. So I was like, okay, another two hours of just silence. Um, and then I never spoke to him again after that. I think he tried to like text me a couple, but I was so freaked out. Cause I was like, how do you have such a, who was I texting? Because Brian. I was almost like personality catfished because his <laughs> actual personality was not Yo, that you know, you know, that's a thing. That's a thing. Right? That's you know what thing. I like happened. He probably had his roommate texting you or like a friend or something. Well, I was you know what? He should have had him call me. I have definitely yeah. texted <laughs> for people on apps. Like I have just because it's fun. Should and I then you, you them, and you're just like, uh, what? Like, who have I'm I been the, talking to you for the past couple weeks? I'm yeah, the opposite. I'm dry as fuck on texting. <laughs> Justin has texting and for when you get when I'm in front of you, I can't <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, the complete, yeah, complete opposite. This guy Brian was a hell of a disappointment because you know he seemed like a a chilling human being. He'll he still like texted me for months after the fact, and like he was one of those like, hey, no answer. How's it going? No answer. Merry Christmas. No, happy new. And I'm like, yo, get the message. Like, Double, triple text did you? Messaging. Yeah, like it was not a fun time, but I got, I guess, some bowling, a good dinner, and some leftovers and um, a movie. So it wasn't horrible, I guess. Definitely um, is still behind Jeanette's story. God damn it. <laughs> Mine, I honestly don't remember too much. I just remember one like really awkward part. So this was when I lived in Tallahassee, which way I even bothered to try to date in Tallahassee is, is uh, still a mystery to me. But anyway, they call it Tallahassee. You better be happy for a reason. STD. I know. No, seriously. <laughs> for the people I was working for, we had like this company-wide event. And they, it was a catered event. Like they had people bringing food on trays. Super classy. And I was like 19. Like, oh my God, what is this? And there was this guy who was a bartender, and he was cute. Like, I could tell he was giving me eyes. He was flirting with me, but I was, like, supposed to be working. And by the end of the night, I had a couple of free drinks from the open bar, and I was like, let me, I'm just going to give this guy my number. So I was super slick, put it on a piece of paper. Like, he handed me my drink, and, like, I put it to him in, like, his hand. Like, I slipped it in there, at this, and we, like, looked at oh each other. Oh, my God, you're so like, Courtney. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know. I planned it. And then I was like, literally, I was like practicing, like handing it. I was like, okay, get the drink. Like, look at him. Maybe do like a wink, hand it, and then turn around immediately. Like, don't even look at him. Turn around and like didn't say anything. So then I was like shitting I'm shaking my head at you. And I thought I was corny. That is, okay, you guys say corny. I say smooth as hell. Okay. Anyway. Okay. You're about as smooth as chunky peanut butter, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, shit. Anyway. So I like turn my head, whatever. And he ends up texting me that night. We make a plan to go like eat. And he was like, oh, let's go get Thai food. And I'm just not a very adventurous person when it comes to food. <laughs> so he said that and I was low-key like, fuck, <laughs> I don't want Thai food. But okay, fine, whatever. Anyway, so we go, we meet up at this place. And like, I didn't realize how like into Asian culture he was like, 
And I was looking at the menu and like, I had never tried any of this stuff. I didn't know what half the shit on the menu was. And he was like coaching me through it and like telling me what everything was. And then that's I actually him- sort of cute. No, no honestly, not. Natalie, I'm on his side 100%. Yeah, like, this is really cute. This is how not okay. to get Natalie. Where did I don't know anything? Where? Damn. In the Dude, exact don't be opposite. Cul- don't be cultured. Cute. Don't know facts. Don't. I'm done. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to talk anymore. You walked into it. Anyway, well, because I'm not done with the story. Whatever. Yeah, I, I want to know what. The Unless he threatens yeah, to stab you by the end of it, he doesn't lose. Okay. In this All story. I'm going to say is Jeanette- Yeah, you're the one who's losing in the story right now. Jeanette's story. <laughs> Jeanette's story story set up for all of our stories to be crazy and insane like this story is not insane by any means I'm just like expressing the story of a date that I had that didn't end whatever shut the fuck up listen so he orders for me he orders for me and I do not like this meal whatsoever like I literally could not I just was like sitting there like pretending to like it and he kept asking me if it was like okay and i was like yeah it's fine it's fine and whatever on the other note we really didn't have too much to talk about and then but then i thought the day was like over then and they're like i was like there's no way this kid like is interested in me then we go to dairy queen and we like share an ice cream and it's adorable we talk about our family and our lives and i was super into him and then he like texted me a super nice text about like how he had a great night not even like you right, sound like not- Jessica from um, what is that show? Love oh, is Love is oh my God. You're literally God. Jessica. You're complaining oh about how this man oh was nice the kind of girl that's like, oh, I don't like him. He's just too nice. He texts me the next day basically being like, hey, this isn't going to work out. Period. That's it. Nothing. No Wait, what? Probably because yes, you were uh, bullying him, him throughout the yeah. day. Oh my god! At all, like I was, like I you was just said so yourself. Cold. I was a little cold. Yeah, Natalie, can you confirm? So he says, "I, I can't do this." And then what did you say back? Then I, I was really confused, and I was just like, <laughs> I didn't understand because yeah, the first part wasn't great, but honestly, I'm telling you, the ice cream, like we hit it off, like things were great. We talked about family. We talked about like our lives and what we wanted to do, which honestly I don't remember much at this point. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! I you can't ruined tell it, you. Natalie. You you set the tone. But of why the did date. why did he not want to work things out? Did, did you not? I have no idea. He never you did. Not. Just say okay. Yes. Yeah, because it was the said, first date, and no. he didn't owe you an explanation. Here's my I thing. Can't. I feel like if you. I don't know, like with the, like what Amanda talked about, like I feel like if things are just like not going off the bat, like you just like cut it off there, like it's done. But the fact that he, he definitely texted me that night. He drove me home. Like he was like, oh, I had a great time. Everything was fine. And then I texted him like in the morning, no answer. And then it was like that night, like, I don't know what could have happened. Like, did he sit and just like think Damn. about our date? Like, do you think, just, do you think he, do you think he wanted to like, you know, tap it and then he's like oh i did all this for this hoe and she's not gonna give it up yeah she, and no. then he was like fuck it no no I think, definitely I don't not think that's what happened he, no, all right i'm just trying to give on social media did he i'm just trying to give you closure like, <laughs> no he was like one of those <laughs> no he was I'm like not, not i don't need closure on this <laughs> <laughs> you guys You're are just actually making me feel worse about it in oh. case you guys are wondering 
So I'm just sorry, FYI. But this is so funny. I don't Natalie. know if you guys care. Yeah, it's super funny <laughs> to make fun of me anyway. No, maybe listen, on. maybe he like had a decent time with you, but was like, you know what, the connection's not really there. She texted me. I'm not really trying to text her back. So let me just tell her, you know what, this isn't gonna work out. Like I'm not into it. And that's it. Right. And I agree with that. <laughs> you okay, side note, side note. Person and no, that's that not what we're saying. Let me tell that. you something. If you see that movie Photo Booth on Netflix, it's basically like how he meets this one girl. Oh my God, so day. cute. I love yes. it. Yes. And then the second day he meets like the love of his life or something like that. I don't know the plot very well, but pretty much what I'm Did you watch is, the movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of, kind of. I'm not very good at like stories, but anyway, basically- Maybe, like, he met you and he's like, oh, you know, like, this is all going great. And then he met the love of his life after. And then he was like, you know what? Like, it's this one, not the other one, you know? But I think it's just, it's telling <laughs> us sometimes, sometimes you just don't know. Like, right. I think I... some, I think, especially now today, it's so hard because a lot of times you do feel like someone is super interested and then they ghost you or then they, like, say, nah. Or sometimes you don't think anyone's interested and they're like, yeah, what's up? So it's ghosting is so weird line. Unless I'm the one doing it. I fucking hate ghosting. (laughs) But I hate ghosting. Why can't we just be ghosting? You know what? Like, I liked you. I'm not into it. I'm not really into it anymore. Sorry. Yeah, like just be straight up, you know? I'm into zombieing. So, like, I gradually come in and out. You know, like a That's worse. I think that's worse. Like, that and like. um, Yeah, that is. Oh, I'm definitely. I don't do either one. Yeah, yeah, Vanessa, you're actually the worst. I probably <laughs> ghost. I've probably now ghosted Natalie her. Now shit on other people. She's so shifting she the drama. <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. Oh, I'm coming for war. You. <laughs> 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 um, I have a really. This is more on me than on the person. Um, I was. It was like probably like the first time I had ever really gone out on a date. I was dating this one kid. I feel. I feel really bad about it now. Um, I was dating this one kid, and we went on about. We were, I guess, technically dating for like three months, but we went on one date every Ooh, month. Oh, I know this story. Mm. And um, our second date, God, um, our second date, he's like, hey, <laughs> let's go ice skating. And I was like, okay. And like, I kind of knew I wasn't into it already, like off the bat. I'm the kind of person, Only like, fuck boys you go have ice it skating, or you Jenny. Don't. No, he really <laughs> isn't. Like, I, I'm, we're still like friends to this day. <laughs> because we're family friends and i'm like oh you're you're really great but like it's just not there but i felt really bad because again it was like the family thing and i was like this is gonna be really awkward so like i kind of felt like i had to like keep somewhat dating him so we go on our second date and he so we go ice skating and we're ice skating and whatever and i'm like not holding hands with this kid because i just i wasn't i didn't feel affection i didn't feel affectionate towards him like i just didn't want to and about like halfway through the date i have my hands like i had my hands out and then i put them in my pocket and he goes, oh, my God, are your hands cold? And I was like, no, not really. And I just skated away. And I just kept going. And, and the date went on. And, and it took me about a good three days to come to the realization that he wanted to hold my hand. <laughs> so I was about Aww, to say, Jenny. did you not think yeah. that he was holding your hand and you didn't want to? Or you genuinely didn't think that I, The thing is, like, I had that. really just, I had really, honestly, it was, I had just started dating. Like, I really wasn't, because I don't, I'm not a casual dater. I don't, like, you really have to, like, capture my attention to want to date you and that's just how I am like I'm not gonna like spend my I'm not gonna waste my time on I'm like okay if, if you have a spark if there's a spark and I meet you and like okay cool yeah I'll go on a date with you but other than that like I'm not really gonna waste my time on that 
but I felt bad. So I was like, all right, well, you know, everyone's been talking this guy up, like, let me go with him. So I went on a few dates and that second date, I really just, I was like, yeah, you know what? I didn't really catch the drift that he wanted to hold my hand until like three days later. And that was my awkward dating experience. <laughs> I feel like when you're really into the guy, you're like looking for signs that he's trying yeah, to like just, be affectionate with you. It just wasn't there. I feel really bad. He's a great, he's a good kid. He's a great guy. Just not mine. Just not for me. We knew he wasn't for you the way you said he was a good kid. Yeah. He's a great kid. He's a good kid. Good young boy. <laughs> you're so, you sound like a babysitter talking about the little kid who has a crush on her. Like, that's yes. what this he's sounds so, like. He's just a sweetheart, that one. I have a baby mini super fast story. I'm going to try to compensate for making my first story really, like, wild and crazy. When I worked at Cheddar's um, back in the day... Um, actually, oh my god, throwing it back to old school. Yeah, I was I was in college. I was hustling and bustling. I was turning tables. This one time, this guy came in with his mom, and they were really sweet. Like they were really nice. Um, they were like a nice, wholesome, you know, Latino family. We'll call him Alejandro. And (laughs) God, oh my god, I'm just trying to give them good aliases. Anyway, so. Um, Alejandro's there with his mom, Maria, and basically they're just being like super nice, super sweet. And Maria kept being like, oh my God, Alejandro, isn't she so pretty? Isn't she so nice? And I was picking up what Maria was dropping. She was trying to hype me up to her son. And I was like, you know what, Maria, I'm single. Let's do this, you know? So Alejandro's like, oh, like every time like I'd bring like a drink over or like, you know, whatever, water, whatever they needed, a napkin, some ranch. He'd be like, oh, um, so like, what do you do? What do you? And I was like, oh, I go to UCF. And he's like, oh, my God, me too. He's like, I'm in the ROTC program. I'm going into the military and like whatever, however many months. And I was like, oh, awesome. And I could kind of tell based on how his shirt was fitting that, you know, he was looking good. Basically, he's like, oh, let's exchange numbers. We exchanged numbers. And we followed each other on social media and I follow him on, I followed him on Instagram and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, wow. Yes. The shirt was right. Like, you know, he's a fit army man. He has a great relationship with his mom. I'm already thinking like, wow, amazing. Like good family, etc. Basically like we made, like we would text and like DM each other on like Instagram and like be like, oh, like when are we going on this date? Like, what are we doing? We made all these plans to go on this date and basically like he like started ghosting me or zombieing me or whatever you want to call it and at first he was very engaged and then like a couple weeks into it he was just like not about it and then like it went completely like radio silent and I was like oh like I've never been like ghosted (laughs) like I don't know what to do so I'm thinking like maybe it's something I did um after he ghosted me for a while a couple weeks later I noticed that on his Instagram, he went to like this military ball for like the ROTC program. And he ended up taking his ex. So basically, when we were like DMing back and forth, he had told me he had this ex that like, whatever, like they weren't a thing anymore. They had been dating since high school, he needed something new. So he was trying to make me the rebound. But we never actually made it to the date. And then he took his ex to the military ball. And now they're married and have a baby. So I wish Alejandro the best. Damn. <laughs> wow. So she she was the one you weren't supposed to worry about? Right, right. Right. Um, that's how it is. That's what they tell you. But honestly, we never made it to the date. So I'm kind of happy, you know. 
So moving on, I think we all kind of talked about a little bit in our stories. How has dating changed just even through the years, you know, with the introduction of apps and just like, do people meet people organically now still to this day? Is it from a friend? Like what have been our experiences with like meeting people or how do we think dating has changed? I know for me, the closest thing I've ever been to being on one of the apps is when, when we were in New Orleans and Vanessa and Jeanette downloaded Tinder on my phone and messaged guys to tell us to tell, <laughs> L-O-L. Them, to tell them what bar we were at and say what to ask for time. Natalie. That was the best of times. All these men, like, not all these men, I think like two guys showed up. <laughs> making it sound like we were trying to pimp her out no No, i know jeanette did that like throughout all of college once you started dating your boyfriend now i did do that she would just like find all her single (laughs) friends and like download download tinder for them and then just swipe i'm like why jeanette definitely (laughs) tried to do that literally i remember i I went to the bathroom and i came because i had the midas touch i no bullshit you introduced me to some crap these two were just like giggling their head <laughs> off in the corner of the bar. And I was like, what's wrong with you guys? And then these guys showed up and we started hanging out. And it wasn't until the next morning. I was like, who downloaded Tinder on my phone? <laughs> <laughs> and the two of them just start crying, laughing. So, oh, my God. What, you know, how do we think dating has changed? Is it easier? Is it harder to date now? Like, what do you guys think? You know, I think it's harder to date now because I think there's so like because that. Um, there are so many like options available it's kind of hard because then you you know no one it kind of goes back to the whole ghosting thing like you just get ghosted out of things and you're just kind of like well I thought it was going well and then no one will tell you like hey I'm not into you anymore because they found someone else and they didn't think they had to tell you but yeah I think it's harder because it's just there's more options available yeah I agree with you Jenny but I I think that that's just how dating is now and not necessarily like how it's different being an adult you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think- that's what I w- yeah, that's what I was answering. Like, I think like now today, what we're like, what we have to go through now to date is is harder than whatever. I think what's something that's weird that I think about is I feel like people are so, or at least not like younger, younger people, but even from a couple years, like if you're at a party with someone, let's say, and there's some guy there, like you want to talk to, or you like, you think it's cute. I feel like with us, even a couple years back, like we would go up to the person and be like, hey, how are you? What's up? Whereas now. They, like, wait till they're both home and, like, follow each other online and, like, message each other and say, like, hey, what's up? Saw you there. Thought you were cute. You know? I think it's, like, yeah. I, definitely, I definitely think, like, that human interaction and connection is, is lost and not even to sound, like, super fucking old because I'm not. But <laughs> I, I feel like it is different. Like, everyone I've ever dated or been with, I have gone up to them. Obviously, I've shot my shot. Not all the time. They come up to me sometimes. Don't worry. They have. <laughs> Um, but I feel like that is so lost now. And like, I could not think about, I couldn't imagine like going to someone's Instagram page, messaging them, be, messaging them being like, Hey, you're hot. I don't know. I don't I think I've so ever much, yeah, done like, that. I would have so much anxiety pops to you if you do that, but I would be like crazy if I did that. <laughs> I think it's also harder depending on like your situation. Like I remember when my mom was like, Oh, you're going to go to college. You're going to meet your husband, blah, blah, blah. And then I got into my program where let's say 80% were women. Yeah. And right. that was just not a situation. So you can meet guys organically at like parties and things like that. But I feel like it's college. Not everyone's looking for something serious. Like like me, I wasn't looking for anything serious in college. I feel like it just depends on the person and what they're looking for, right? Or what mm-hmm. happens. Because sometimes it just like happens. But 
I met the dudes that I used to like. <laughs> this sounds so ridiculous not talking about it. I met a lot of dudes at patio. And you know what? They were really cool and they were really nice. And- Listen, it's a place. Meeting guys at ours is a thing. Yeah. And like at like Wall Street for over $3 margaritas. So like you I feel like you can meet guys anywhere. And I feel like it's also about your personality, like you putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm, And if you want to look for a relationship, put yourself in those situations. That's what Jeanette always likes to tell me. And like right now I'm on dating apps and I'm not looking for anything. I'm just like browsing. I'm like window shopping, you know? I'm just having yes, fun. Yes, girl. Ain't no need so to So it just really depends. Exactly. So it just really depends on what you want, what you're looking for. It's all about you. Yeah, I don't think there's like a right or wrong way to meet people now. Like I think dating apps are great because sometimes like it kind of forces you to talk and like, yeah, it's a little bit of an impersonal thing because you're just kind of swiping left and right on what you think someone looks good at versus like if you're at a bar, maybe the guy's not the cutest, but like the way he's dancing is really funny or you see that he's like telling jokes and like those things like those other like not to sound super hippie but like their aura kind of attracts you that is so true you that know what i mean so, like, so true the vibe yeah. they carry themselves it's like a it's very telling of the kind of person they are like you know do they tip well like did they hold the door for the person coming out of that you know stupid shit true. like if you see a guy like, fucking around with his friends it's like oh he's a jokester like you right. like start to observe and notice things, things. like that Yes, 100%. I think the hardest part, though, as an adult, at least what I've seen because of myself when I was single or when you're in the headspace of like, oh, I, you know, I, I want to date or I, you know, I would like to get into a relationship, not because you're like outwardly looking that you're going to just, you know, fit yourself to whatever guy comes along or girl. But like, I think the whole casual dating and like being okay with that person also dating other people as like, I think when I was younger, it was like, if they're talking to someone else, like that was always like a stab in the heart. Like I was like, oh my God, like they like someone else. And it's so normal when you're older to go on one date and this, just because they went on a date with you, just because you've been texting them for a couple weeks or whatever, like, and I don't know why, at least for me, I don't know if any of you have ever felt like this, but like, it almost feels like, well, what do you mean you're talking to another person? Like, that makes no sense. Even if I might've been talking to another person I think that was like the hardest part for me transitioning into dating like older men or coming out of the whole college scene when it was like this because they're talking to another girl that doesn't make them inherently a fuckboy. They're just a grown up like that has a life right before me and they don't owe me really anything other than, you know, to treat me with respect when they're in front of you know what I mean? That was probably like or I what I think the biggest difference is between like when you're young in high school versus like when you're getting into that like adult seriously dating. Yeah, I think Vanessa brought up a good point and like something, something for all of us to talk about is like, you definitely have to figure out now with dating, I think as you get older, you have to figure out like, what stages are you and this other person at in life? Like, are you dating to get married? Like, are you just casually dating? Like, are you just like Amanda said, sometimes like some of us go into these dates or into these situationships with the expectation of like, I'm with you, you're only with me. But you don't know what that other person is doing. That other person could be thinking that they're just dating around and it's like casual and stuff like that. So I think that's like the hardest thing about dating now is like how to navigate that and like literally how to not sound crazy if it's like date four or five and you're like, hey, so really cool. Are you seeing anybody else or just me? Yeah, I'm also seeing so I'm also seeing so many other people too. It's fine. 
what is that like? Like, what are those? I don't know if any of you guys have like had those conversations. Have you guys ever been like blindsided by stuff like that? For me, I feel like I've never dated for marriage. I don't know if that sounds strange or not, but no. I, even if I've no. been in a serious relationship with someone, I wasn't in the relationship like, oh my God, this is the person I'm going to marry. Like, not not that I, it wasn't that I didn't see myself marrying them. It's just like... When you I'm have to be realistic sometimes. Yeah, you know? it's that. And also, like, when I'm in a relationship with you, like, maybe it's just because I grew up in a single family home. My mom's never been married. Like... I don't look at being in a relationship with someone like, oh, my God, at some point within five years, within 10 years, we have to get married. If you and I are just cool and we're on the same page that maybe marriage isn't for us, because I don't I also don't think marriage is for everyone. I think marriage is a business just because you're not married to someone doesn't mean you love them any lesser anymore than being married to someone. I just think that when I date or when I'm in a relationship with someone, I feel like I'm just like in it, not in it to be in it, but I'm just like, like you're I'm, living I'm, in the present time. Yeah, I'm living in the present moment. I'm living in the moment. Like if I were the next person who I were to be in a serious relationship with, I wouldn't be going into it like, oh my God, this is the person that I'm going to marry because who's to say that that isn't the person that I'm going to marry. You know what I mean? Like I just don't look at uh, situations like that. I don't look at relationships like that. I just go on, go into it. Like you guys said, very much living in the present and just being like, I just want to be with you and have like a companion to do fun things with. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, rushing to get down the aisle. Like, that's just not me at all. <laughs> it's not, it's not, I'm not rushing to get down the aisle. Like the idea of getting married sounds great, but it's also not my top priority. Like, it's just not something that I'm looking for when I'm dating. So I'm definitely just looking to know you. And if you guys happen to get on the knee one day, I'd be like, whoa, I'd probably actually look shook. I mean, honestly, that's legit. Like, it would be like if I just so happened to get pregnant. Like, I mean, obviously, I would want to get pregnant with my significant other. But if I just so happened to be pregnant, I'd be like, oh, okay, you want to have kids? <laughs> you want to have kids? Oh, well, the kid's here. So I guess we're having the kid. Like, Surprise. You know what I mean? I think when you say, though, like, sorry, now I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, you're good. When I hear, like, oh, we're dating for marriage, the way I think about it's not that like every person you go on a date with, at least from my perspective, is like someone I potentially could see myself marrying. But like, if I see someone or if I'm talking to someone and I see, like, oh, they don't really have a lot of ambition or, you know, we kind of disagree on this, those are things that, like, in the long run, I probably wouldn't be able to concede in like a long term partner. So, like, I don't really want to, like, waste anyone's time just because, like, we can kind of laugh. Yeah, but if I'm dating you, you but if I'm dating you, I'm probably already dating you because you have ambition and you have drive and you're starting your own business. Like, just, like, let's, I don't want to confuse the two. Like, the person who I just so happened to marry, I would want them to have the same characteristics as someone who I may have just been fucking around with in the meantime. People sometimes will be like, oh, well, I can't marry them. And then they spend two years in a relationship and are crying over why, like, they're not changing their lives for you. But, like, they never really showed you... They never showed you those things to begin with. So, like, if you have these, like, deal breakers for yourself long term, you know what I mean? Like, no one goes into a relationship thinking, like, oh, fuck it. Like, if it lasts a year, it lasts a year. You know what I mean? At least most people, I don't think, don't. When you like someone, you, like, 
don't see an end date to it. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, and that's what and yeah. I agree. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I date where I don't necessarily see, see an end date. Like I'm not going in with a timer like, hey, you got mm-hmm. two years and it's right. up. I'm just going in like whatever happens, happens. happens. And if you just so happen to get down on the knee, then I guess we're getting married. If you don't, mm-hmm. I guess we're just hanging out until I get hmm. sick of you <laughs> or you get sick of me and right. we both move on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think and, you know, some people may disagree with that, but. I don't well, I think, think it's from both you and Amanda's perspective, I think, like, and this is kind of what I wanted to get us to, like, talk about. It's like everyone looks at dating differently. You know, there are some people. Like Joss, Joss is like, if I like you, I'm going to date you. I don't know what's going to happen. And Amanda maybe looks at things a little bit more serious about stuff and not saying that Jocelyn doesn't think seriously her relationships, but it's always just like dating is so intricate now. And like sometimes some people don't think about marriage at all. Like they're just with this person and then when it's over, it's over. Yeah, I mean, if I'm dating you, you have those characteristics already or things that I'm already looking for. I'm looking for someone who, like, is ambitious and a goal-getter and all those things. If you and I happen to work out, then we work out. If you happen to be a piece of shit in the process, you end up being a piece of shit in the process as well. Like, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't think there's a problem with either way. I think it also puts a lot of pressure on a relationship to go in and be, say, for instance, you're like, I'm 29, I want to get married within the next two years. I think it puts a I lot think of that's pressure to be to do at any it, like, yeah, it, that's, is, it is dangerous. But a lot of um, but like, let's be real, a lot of young a lot of people do, do that. I a know lot a lot of young women. I know several women. I know I know one woman that was with her boyfriend for like 10 years and was like look I want to get married and he never did it and she bounced and you know you're entitled to that if you don't if you want to be married and that's listen whatever you want no one's going to tell you it's wrong like that's what you want and that's what you can do but yeah I think on the flip side to your point you should never at least I don't think you should ever get in a relationship and be like all right like your time starts now you got two and a half years what are you going to do with that time like that's just at that point do that like, like if you look at people that if you look at people of faith, whatever their faith might be, right? Like people that take their faith very seriously. A lot of times they call it courting. A lot of times people will date and the only purpose of dating is to find a partner. And so like... Which there's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with that, whether you, you know, whether you're doing it for your faith or whether you're doing it because you're 40. Do I agree with it? Probably not. But I feel like there are people out there that do that. Um, Why and 40? I think that's, that's what... such a specific number. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like at 40, like, you're maybe like a divorcee. You have two, like, teen kids and you're like, fuck, I want to get remarried so I can live my golden years with somebody else, which is also respectable. Um, no, I feel like, you know, whatever people end up doing, they do. I, I can't say I'm a, like, go with the flow kind of person. But when it comes to that aspect, I've never been like, nobody knows who the fuck they're going to end up with, you know? So right. I've it's just true. kind of been like, whatever, I'm a leaf. Life is the wind. Take me where you want. And it just goes back to who that person is. You know what I mean? So if you're that kind of person who's just going to go with the flow, who's going to live in the present, or if you're that person who's like, hey, this guy's really rocking my world. I see myself getting married to him, having three kids, whatever, then that's, that's your prerogative. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I do want to put out there really quick that I'm the least go with the flow type. Of <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny. I'm I think... the least go with the flow. 
I feel like you're like, moment. fuck it. Something Type needs of... to be go with the flow. Yeah, so let me make this part like... the go with the flow part. Exactly. But that's why the... dating is so like, it, I mean, that's what kind of makes it complicated is that you sometimes go into things not expecting it to be big there are people who just casually Mm -hmm. date and are like oh this is nothing they juggle a couple different people at the same time which is not appreciated sometimes there are literally (laughs) people who have like one night stands and end up falling in love with that person married for 50 years like that happened to my brother's friend so it's so hard to like put a definitive thing on it of like the next person i marry or i date i'm gonna marry you know like Everyone just looks at, some people do that. Like Jenna said, uh, there are people that genuinely go after, like, let you know on the first date, like, hey, I'm looking for marriage. Like, especially one of my friends. Are you into that? Like, that's part of their questionnaire. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One of my friends, she's 28 and she's like, she was with a guy for years. They just broke up and she's back in the dating pool now. And she was like, I'm dating 30, 31 year olds. And they are all like legitimately looking to marry in like the next two years and she's like i'm not there but they let me know and then we cut it off and a man like, that's looking because to get they're married. men wow yeah, that's I, think, a man. I think that's respectable no a man that's looking like, hey, to get like, married not... what no men at least i'm gonna say this this is my theory most men do it by their time frame like if they say i'm not getting married till 30 then like it'll be whatever girl comes along at 30 that's the one that they're gonna marry versus i feel like women that's so stupid are on a case-by-case basis you know like yeah you know how many times i've heard girls be like oh i was with him for three years but he said he wasn't like you know did you not talk about it like i i truly feel like unless a guy finds that girl they put stuff in their head and that's what they think that's their plan that's but what they're I, gonna do. I think that's so stupid though, because if you find something, like if you find something with someone that's like obviously working, like as long as you and your com- your partner have had conversations somewhat, like because I I don't know, I feel like if this is your partner, you should be at least kind of comfortable on the same page about your future yeah, you know you should be comfortable. where you don't feel like you're like those movies where it's like, can I ask where this is going? No, like obviously in I the first agree. three months, that's you know, I chill out. I was gonna say months, yeah, I yeah. think it comes. I think it comes. At- time frame seeing how your relationship is if it is something that <laughs> you both look towards as something serious yeah. and something that you could grow together it's all it's all different and this is why like you know I really enjoy this topic and talking about all these things so I think everyone has such different I feel like back in the day dating was like you met this person at this age when you were like 16 or so and you got married like that wasn't always the case but that was just the person you were with and there wasn't this thing of talking and there wasn't this thing of like dating multiple people whereas now it's so different and you never know if you're on the same page as people but my last thing to kind of close things out and kind of do some maybe some self-reflection have any of us changed at all through time dating these past few years like you know do we act a certain way in past relationships that we would never do now or you know vice versa <laughs> oh was yeah it, was it you? for like, sure I feel like it was uh Natalie who I was telling when I was like teen in a serious relationship how I would do like fucking crazy shit because I thought yeah. it was cute oh yeah, yeah. What- when you used to piss him off just so you could get angry sex is that what you're yeah don't do, that. <laughs> don't do that kids don't do that that's crazy I was like 18 though, so it's fine. But don't do that. Growth. <laughs> it's called growth. It's called growth. That's that's something I would yes. tell my younger self. Don't you don't have to do that. So, I yeah. think for me, um, I used to take it really personally if things didn't work out. Mm, yeah. And I would be like, oh, what did I do? Well, like I'm the one that caused it. 
That's or literally I'm, how I feel telling oh my God, my that story literally to you hurts. guys <laughs> now. That's how I feel again. I feel you, Vanessa. I haven't grown up. <laughs> but yeah, me. no, it's like a serious <laughs> oh thing. God. Like me and Amanda actually had this conversation a while ago. It's just like, why was I crying over someone who was going to give me ugly babies? Like, it's like things <laughs> like that. I was just like, why did I get so upset? Or why did I think I was the issue? I was like, no, no, no. Like, obviously everyone has their flaws, but I'm like, I am who I am. And if, like, right. that's not my person, that's not my person. And, like, I'm going to move on and I'm going to keep doing me. You yeah. know what I mean? So I feel like that's something. And obviously, like, we're growing. Affirmations, manifestations, that's always a, an important thing, right? But I think that's just, like, at the end of the day, you have to love yourself. You have to feel secure in yourself before you let a partner in. No, but even, like, going off of that, like, like you always, like, what did I do wrong? What did, I think it's also there's there's definitely a fear of, like, failure, like, Fear of rejection. Fear, not even a fear of rejection, but just like, oh my god, yeah, like, oh my gosh, you have to tell all your friends for this, for yeah, yeah, embarrassment. That's a big one. That's so real. All of a sudden, it's just like, wait, what? And it's so then it's like this fear of like, did I do something wrong? What what Mm -hmm. was the what was the issue? What happened? What right? And then you're like the fear of the failure of like, well, well, why couldn't I make? Why couldn't it work? Why am I like? Mm-hmm. Why wasn't it working? Mm-hmm. What what could I have done better? You, you, mm-hmm. Then you start self reflecting on so many things. Damn, we're preaching like, out I here. Think, I think <laughs> you have to learn, and it's still something I even struggle with. I feel like today. I'm in church like, right now, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Say it louder for the people in the back. Jenny. Jenny's gonna start. <laughs> um, Can I get Lord. an amen? Can I amen. Get an amen. <laughs> to this very day it's still something I struggle with like looking back on on past relationships and stuff like that like you still sit there and you look at you look at it and you're like what could I have done better what could what else could I have done yes Jenny. The, like why did it fail you know and it's I mean there's definitely like a thing of like you just have to let it go at some point right yeah like, like you, you have, have to, closure you have to let go you just gotta fear. put it you away have to let go yeah you just have to let it go and, and there's definitely days where it gets easier there's days where it's like you know their loss not mine and then there's other days where you're like well why 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 I, yeah I mean, it's just because we're human it'd yeah, be like that so. yeah circling not to like sound repetitive but like on vanessa's point I think for me, a lot of what I did when I was dating younger was because I wanted the guy to like me. I would try to do like kind of piggybacking on like what we were talking about the last time um, Natalie hosted, like the things that you would change about yourself to kind of make the guy like you or, you know, pick up music that they liked or, you know, be a little bit funnier or whatever. I got older. I like realized like I'm funny. I'm smart. I'm a comp- like I am enough the way that I am and like if someone doesn't like me that doesn't make me any less great that just means I'm not for them and I think that going back to what Vanessa's saying going back to what Jenny's saying you like put the blame on yourself because you wanted it to work that it might have been something that was wrong with you just because that person was the one that ended it but that not it's not there's nothing wrong with you because it didn't work out it's just there was something wrong with the thing the the relationship that doesn't make you or the person I mean sometimes the person's an asshole and sometimes you're the asshole but like when it comes to like your character or like your self-worth it's not rooted in the success failure of a relationship and I just was like you know what I'm gonna be as corny or geeky or you know stubborn or whatever as I come and whoever is meant to put up with that for the rest of their lives or for a year or for 10 years or for however long, like, that person will come to me. I agree. I think we're all kind of saying the same thing, but in different words. There was <laughs> once upon a time where I molded myself to, you know, the people that I wanted to be with. And that was a young me, you know, that was a, a young grasshopper back in the day. Now, 
I wouldn't even say now. I would say there came a time, and this time comes for people at different times, different ages. There came a time where I was just like, fuck it. Like, I don't even want to date. Like, I want to date myself. Like, I was very full of myself and, like, in the best way possible. I don't know if that's even a thing. But, like, I loved me. I did me. And I always tell my friends when they're going through shit, I'm like, do something about you. Like, challenge yourself. Like, take a class. Like, do some shit that's going to make you happy. I think that's... That's where we all stand. I think, you know, be you and don't apologize for it. I'll kind of wrap things up. I think for me, something I realized from just one past relationship was the fear of rejection, but also like you're so scared that one thing that you do is going to make them be like, I'm done with you. Like, I don't want to be with you anymore. This is over. So I know for me, especially when I was younger, like I would just try so hard to be everything they wanted to make sure they didn't get upset or like make sure I was doing everything great and being the perfect girlfriend. And I didn't realize how toxic it was until I got out of that relationship to realize now these are just real insecurities. And I feel like when you're dating, it's so hard to, especially when you first start dating someone, you feel like you have to hide those things because it's like, oh, I can't let him see this side of me or I can't tell him I'm feeling this way. But just like Vanessa said, be you, do you. And, you know, sometimes things don't work out. And at the end of the day, that's fine. Plenty of us have had things that don't work out. And who knows what will happen in the future. But um, I'm really happy with this conversation. I hope everyone had a good time tonight. We had some laughs. I had a um, hoot of a time. That is nice. a bitter little bitch. That was my to close it out, everyone, what are we cheersing to, guys? I am cheersing to, I think my, uh, my brother is going to spend some time with me and my boyfriend up here in Orlando next week. So I haven't seen him in like a couple months because he spent the summer away. So um, yeah, I'm kind of excited. It's going to be interesting. We have a one bedroom, so he's going to be sleeping on the couch and, you know, we're going to see how it goes. Going off of last week's conversation, how like uh, Joss and Vanya were talking about manifestations and uh, positive affirmations, I got into meditation. Oh, um, you're one step ahead of me because I can't get into meditation. Well, yeah, I cannot do it. it. Funny story, I was having a lot of trouble going to sleep. (laughs) No, that's okay. Yeah, I did a guided meditation for sleeping. Funny story here is that I didn't realize it was a guided meditation. I, I thought it was a guided meditation for sleeping. Turns out it was a guided meditation for letting go. And I suddenly found myself crying randomly. Oh, throughout the thing. And I was like, God. what is happening? I'm supposed That's to be. So I didn't good. I didn't Jen- read. I mean, that to me. <laughs> Jenny's like, I'm just trying to go to bed. I don't know. I was just trying to go to bed. What am I crying about? Someone. And then I read it and I was like, oh my God. So you I were letting something go. I was, I don't know what I was letting go, but the tears were coming. And I was like, all right, but it we're doing this. Oh, it's leaving. A good cry um, is always good. And I've been doing it since. And honestly, I'm just going to keep uh, meditating until I stop crying. Um, so cheers to oh. meditation because it's really honestly made me a happier person. Honestly, That's I'm going to take that up on. I'm going to take that up. Look yeah, at so not get into meditation. <laughs> a guided one. A guided meditation is, is a lot easier because they tell you what to do. And it's hard. It's hard mm. at first. But as long as you like focus your breathing. I sound like such a hippie. Oh, my God. No, my boss um, wears my meditation. She meditates every day really- for 30 minutes. It's really helpful. I do it in the morning. Now. Like, I'll do it in the morning, and then if I feel stressed throughout the day, I'll do it again. Like, I'll do, like, I'll just look like what I'm feeling, like guided meditation for blah, blah, blah. Um, but in the morning, I do it. Like, so, Got like, I'll it. do a guided meditation for positive affirmations throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Ooh. it works wonders. Um, I love it. And if you need to let go of things, highly recommend guided meditation for letting go because it will have you crying. Um, yeah. Cheers to meditation because honestly, 
it's working. So it's my <laughs> turn now. I'm definitely gonna take. Um, Thank you, Jenny Joss. We up. had no idea. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna take Jenny up on the meditation because you know I'm just an anxious little bitch. That's what I also should have named. That's named her next drink. drink. That's next week. <laughs> the drink series is gonna be called the Little Bitch, and it's gonna be blank little bitch drink every week. So <laughs> stay tuned for next week's edition of the Anxious Little Bitch. So I've had, I've been manifesting. I, I don't think a lot of you know, but I had a job offer and then I like passed up on the job offer and I decided to stay within my agency, but then I did um, an internal move. So now I'm going to be moving over to um, another agency within like the larger holding company that I work for starting Congrats, August so I'm super That's great. excited I'm going to be working in Vanessa's building I was in hey, before, hey, hey, but hey, now hey. I'm going to be down at the world trade complex maybe I'll see Anna Wintour she's not in my building but she's across the street and yeah I'm excited about it I've always wanted to uh, work abroad so I think staying within this company will like really help get me there and yeah, I'm really excited. I'm working on a pharma account. I'm excited. New beginning. We love to see it. I'm actually cheersing to my baby brother. He did some wild hey. ass shit <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> and got his ears pierced. Oh. Oh, we love to see it. He I got his ears him. pierced and he walked in with a, I don't even know, like a very Winwood al- El Patio kind of vibes. Oh. He was wearing yellow sunglasses, his little loafers. And I was like, oh my God, who is he? And he's Damn. like, I am Benito, which AKA oh. is like that funny. Oh my God. Oh my yes. God. Benito I'm cheersing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm cheersing to Caesar because he's just living his he's best quarantine mood. life. Caesar is such a mood. Been, he's been living a dream since quarantine he's just a mood i'm enjoying my presence with this roommate of mine and my dad freaked out but honestly it went pretty well i got i got it worse when i got my stuff pierced so i was like caesar you got a mole that's why but that's why cheers to caesar cheers to caesar all right so buckle down i'm gonna cheers this week (laughs) to um basically long story short there's a mud dabber wasp uh, about oh my god yes <laughs> it's a it's a wasp that builds its nest like out of mud and i've called my community like seven times they've done absolutely nothing about it and every time i get drunk i get the courage to like try to destroy her nest basically i Wait, it's on your balcony you got no, stung it's no it's not on my balcony and i did not get stung it's i have to take the stairs to go up to i'm on a second floor and so it's like right outside of the stairs this bitch has tried oh. to get me i know her name she knows mine like <laughs> you we are not i don't know she fuck with me she's been trying to get me she almost tried to get amanda when she was here like yeah she, she did yeah and she got she got a big ass like she thick so <laughs> i'm definitely a little jealous not. Damn. She got. She got. Are what you I sure want. it wasn't me? I've almost gotten you a couple times. <laughs> it was Jocelyn as a wasp. Anyway, so oh, basically, I've been trying to get rid of this bitch, 
Um, because whatever, like this isn't your the way you said, bitch. Like she really <laughs> must have tried to get you because I you think it's a bitter little bitch. This you time. say it with so much aggression. Anyway, worry, I'll name a drink so, after you. For thank you for all of the animal PETA protectors out there. Relax, okay? These wasps are supposed to build their nest under interstates where like nobody's bothering them but this bitch was clearly lost she, in the she got lost she's got she's lost in the sauce anyway so i got <laughs> real drunk over the weekend and i took my car key and i jammed it into her nest and i destroyed it <laughs> oh my god she got oh, they don't bite they don't bite so it's not like Jeanette's like you know no i'm just picturing Jeanette like stabbing the wasp <laughs> Yeah, so I stabbed the wasp nest, destroyed it, and cheers to her. Hope she finds a better place to live at. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so to close this out, I don't have that much. Um, as some of you may know, my dad had surgery, uh, I think, a week ago, I think. My mom called me, and they had the biopsy. They found that one of the, the one side of his thyroid that they took out did in fact, have some cancerous cells in it. So, you know, the surgery wasn't for, wasn't a waste. And we are happy that it's out. My dad is fine and he is recovering and things are good in the Caballero household. So, Ooh, cheers to that. Congrats, Caballero. Yay. Yep. Yep. He was like, get me the hell out of here when we picked him mm-hmm. up at the hospital. And I was like, glad to see you are the same person. Cheers to him. Yep, cheers to him. And for us having a great episode and having a good week. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip while we sip. Have a good week, everybody. Woo! Bye! Bye. Bye. See ya!